We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 8-12 on this Thursday morning. It'll be a nice day. Highs in the mid-70s, not really... Very January-esque, but a nice day to be outside. Then tomorrow cools off with highs of 59 and plenty of clouds. It might feel a little bit cooler than that. 20% chance for showers. Saturday, look out. Wash out. 90% chance for rain. Not a good day for any outdoor activity. Highs of 58 and then a 40% chance for showers lingering into Sunday morning and highs of 56. So all in all, a good weekend to stay inside, watch some football. Maybe you'll have to have the volume turned way up. Approximately one in seven American adults report some trouble hearing. Dr. B joins us now, Chief Medical Officer from People's Health, to talk about the causes and signs of hearing loss and explain how hearing loss can be treated. Morning, Dr. B. How are you? Hey, Tommy. Good morning. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm well, sir. Good to talk to you again. Tell me, what is hearing loss? Yeah, so hearing loss is really just a, it's a partial or sometimes a total inability to hear any sounds. And, you know, it can, it can really occur when there's a problem with the ear itself or the auditory system, the nerves behind the ear. So that you can have a problem actually in the outer ear or something like an obstruction where the sound can't get in. It could be in the inner ear where there's a lot of um, small bones that transmit the sound, or it could be the auditory nerve itself. And, and keep in mind, hearing loss can occur in either one ear or both ears, and it can range from mild to really severe. So what are some of the signs of hearing loss? So, yeah, there's a lot of things. You've probably seen this if you have any loved ones who have hearing trouble. You know, they, they often have trouble hearing high-pitched sounds, um, a lot of times they will complain that they feel like people are always mumbling or slurring their speech. Um, and then they may have difficulty really following conversations, especially if they're in a room with a lot of background noise. Um, you know, another thing you may see, they, they often have trouble hearing over the telephone, or you may walk into the room and they're playing the TV extremely loud um, just so that they can hear it. So, you know, if you or anyone you know has some of these symptoms, you should definitely talk to your doctor because they may be able to test you for hearing loss themselves or refer you to an expert, somebody like an audiologist or an ENT doctor. Doc, I know somebody that fits that exact profile and Walker, Texas Ranger, you have never heard as loud in your life. <laughs> definitely. What, what causes hearing loss? Well, there's a whole lot of factors that come into play. You know, genetics is definitely one thing that can influence hearing loss, and that could be anything from just kind of the structure of your ear and how your brain functions. Um, but then also it can run in families, so there's definitely a family prevalence of hearing loss. 
Um, you know, loud noises are, are one of the most common causes, and those really loud noises can cause damage to the sensory cells in your ear. And, um, and it can really be caused by either a, a single very loud sound, something like an explosion that you're exposed to, or quite often it's something like long-term exposure to loud noises. That may be somebody who's working in a job, you know, that requires the use of power tools and jackhammers, um, you know, maybe flying a plane, things like that. And then, you know, there are some medications um, and some medical conditions that can cause hearing loss. Head injuries in particular can result in some uh, hearing decline. And then people that have real frequent ear infections or get fluid build up in their ears, that can contribute to hearing loss. And then medication-wise in particular, um, there are some chemotherapy drugs, things used to treat cancer, and then a few antibiotics that can actually lead to hearing loss as well. Is it inevitable that hearing loss goes along with aging? It's not totally inevitable, but it is pretty common. Um, you know, in fact, about a third of all adults that are between 65 and 74 really report some sort of hearing loss. Um, and then that increases to about half of all adults by the time you get to age 75. And, you know, those changes are usually pretty gradual. They usually occur in both ears. Um, a lot of times it's actually related to or sometimes even caused by a lot of those chronic conditions that older adults have, things like diabetes and high blood pressure. I'm thinking about that Jimmy Buffett song, losing his hearing, but he don't care what most people say. Um, <laughs> what are the different levels of hearing loss, Doc? Yeah, I mean, it really ranges from mild hearing loss all the way up to, to really profound hearing loss. So, you know, somebody with real mild problems may just have trouble hearing a conversation, especially if they're in a noisy room or if someone's speaking quietly. You know, when you progress up to moderate hearing loss, they really struggle to hear others talking, even at a normal volume. And then as you, you know, as you get into more severe hearing loss, they really can't understand normal conversations. They're completely inaudible to them, and, and sometimes even shouting can be difficult to understand. And then when you reach profound, you know, kind of the most uh, high level of hearing loss, they can only hear extremely loud sounds and really cannot, um, cannot understand speech at all. Can you prevent loss of hearing? You know, unfortunately, not all hearing loss can be prevented, but there are a lot of steps you can take to lower your risk for hearing loss. So, you know, a, a good example is limit your exposure to those really loud, potentially damaging sounds. So, you know, if you're playing music, you want to play it at a safe volume. You know, in particular, if you use um, earbuds or headphones, make sure you're not cranking it up because that's, that's ultimately going to cause damage over time. You know, and then if you are in a job where you're exposed to a lot of sound all the time, you absolutely have to wear protective equipment, headphones or earplugs, something that's going to help. You see, you know, at football games now, all the babies are wearing headphones, and that's mm -hmm. to protect them from hearing problems down the road. And then, you know, if you go to a concert or, or a, a sporting event, you want to stay away from the, the speakers. Sometimes those speakers are blasting that sound right on you, and that can cause a lot of, a lot of damage. And, and then the other thing to keep in mind, like, like we say all the time, your physical health totally influences hearing as well. So you want to make sure you've got a good exercise plan and, and that, uh, that you're eating a real healthy diet as well. Can you treat it once you lose it? Can you get it back? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can't necessarily get it back, but there are a lot of treatment options for hearing loss. Um, you know, one of the most common that people know about is hearing aids. 
Um, hearing aids are just little small amplifiers. They're small electronic devices. They're usually worn either in the ear or behind the ear. And they have a microphone on them that basically takes in the sound, amplifies it, and then a little speaker that plays it into your ear. So, you know, so they're very easy to use. There's a whole lot of new technology and a lot of advances, um, really in miniaturization as well, that can make these really easy to use. And people may not even know you have one in. How are hearing aids different than what are these cochlear implants? Yeah, cochlear implants okay. are... I'm sorry, uh, cochlear implants are a different um, type of treatment option, and, and they're for really more severe or profound hearing loss. Um, cochlear implants are different from normal hearing aids because they have two parts. They've got one that actually sits behind the ear that actually takes in the sound, but then they have another piece that's actually surgically implanted under the skin. And, and what happens is when the sounds are picked up by that external piece, they're actually passed directly to stimulate the auditory nerve. And then that sends the signal directly to the brain. So what's interesting about cochlear implants is that that signal that your brain receives is not going to sound the same as sound that's transmitted through your ear. So when you have a cochlear implant um, actually uh, implanted, you actually have to go through a, a really extensive amount of training with a speech therapist or an audiologist to really understand what these sounds mean because they're going to sound completely different. But after you do that, they can really dramatically change people's lives. They can actually understand speech and what's going on around them. I would take a quick break. We come back. We'll talk about some other tools that help people with hearing loss. And although this is about senior health, keep listening because uh, Dr. B is going to tell you some ways to prevent this from happening in the first place. And I think it goes to cilia in the ear. And once you lose these frequencies, they don't come back. Am I on anything, Doc? No, you're right on. There we go. All right. Back <laughs> in a flash with Dr. B from People's Health. 821 time for traffic now, WWL. 826, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Dr. B, Chief Medical Officer of People's Health. We're talking about hearing loss. Doc, are there some other tools that will help people with hearing loss besides cochlear implants or hearing aids? Yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, actually, there, there are a lot that you may not even realize that you're using every day. There's a lot of things we call assistive listening devices, and um, they help people with hearing loss really communicate more effectively. And some examples there would be telephone amplifiers, you know, um, something that actually increases the sound of your ringer um, or the speaker on your phone so you can hear what's going on. They can also filter out those background noises so that you can understand things better. Your cell phone really has a whole lot of tools included in it under something called accessibility options. Um, so when your phone rings, some people you'll see their, their phone will flash as well so that they've got a visual cue that something's going on and they need to look at their device. You know, there's a lot of other alerting devices that use similar techniques. You know, vibration and light are real common, um, especially things like fire alarms. When they go off in a building, a lot of times they'll have a flash associated as well, and that's for people that can't hear the alarm going off so that they know something's happening. And if you know somebody has hearing loss, how can you help them? Yeah, it can be very difficult. You know, communicating for people with hearing loss is, you know, is a chore, and it can really lead to a lot of feelings of isolation and embarrassment. There's even been some links to hearing loss and, and uh, worsening dementia. And so it's really critical that if you know someone, you know, a loved one that has hearing loss, 
you really want to try to help them uh, feel more included and, and, and make sure that they're talking to their doctor about all these options. The most important thing is, is conversation and communication. So, you know, a couple of things you can do is anybody with hearing loss, you want to try to find a quiet place to talk um, so that you can communicate more effectively. Um, when you're talking to someone with hearing loss, you want to face that person. Don't, don't turn the other direction because they're more likely to understand what you're saying if you're facing them. And you really want to speak slowly and clearly and sometimes louder than normal, but don't yell. You know, don't shout at them, um, you know, just in a louder voice so that they can actually understand what is happening. And then another thing people don't realize is a lot of people with hearing loss kind of learn how to read lips slightly, and they know what's going on by what your lips are doing. So don't eat and try to talk. Don't hide your mouth while you're speaking, because that's going to make it more difficult for them to understand you. You know, and those changes in communication may make you feel a little awkward, um, but it's really critical. It's really important, um, you know, to be able to communicate with your loved one and really hearing better and being able to understand is completely worth the effort. Doc, I know these old timers in radio, they'll have the headphones cranked all the way up where it's too loud hearing it from across the room. And I think what people don't understand, and if we can just quickly recap the cilia part with the ears and the frequency because they think they're not hearing, well, what happens is they lose their frequencies. Tell us about that, if you would, please. Yeah, absolutely. So for that, with that chronic loud noise, and it doesn't have to be super loud, with something like headphones like you're talking mm -hmm. about, that's an isolated sound that's really being pushed into your ear. And what happens is those loud, high-frequency noises damage the sensory hairs within your ear. That's what really vibrates and actually sends the message through the nerve to your brain. Once you've killed off those little hair cells, you don't get them back. And so what you have to do is you have to compensate with other frequencies to be able to understand what's going on. So the best bet is try to prevent that loss by not exposing yourself to that chronic higher sound. They think they're losing their hearing, so they turn it up louder, but they're losing frequencies. The more they turn it up, the more frequencies they lose, the less they hear, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, it keeps getting worse the higher you go. So you, that's the sign that you really need to go find out what's going on. Look for some of these assistive devices that can help you by not having to crank everything up. Are they called cilia? Do I have that right? Cilia, yeah. You oh. can call them cilia. Any type of hair cells are usually cilia. So that's pretty good, Tommy. I paid attention to biology, Doc. <laughs> You're learning. Have a good week. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. You too. To find out more about People's Health, you can go to peopleshealth.com. You can visit the People's Health Medicare Center at 3017 Vets in Metairie. Appointments are recommended. But walk-ins are welcome. You can call 800-978-9765. You can always follow People's Health on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 30 seconds late. Time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.